What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Kia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome! Yes, welcome, guys. We're back with another podcast. Glad you're here with us. Absolutely. And shout out to everybody heading out to Atlantic City this weekend. You know, we do our real estate seminars. And this weekend is a little special. It's a two-day seminar. Saturday, we're doing a ride-along where we're actually taking you through some of the properties uh, vacant lots, buildings, so you can see exactly what people are, what you should be buying or uh, bidding on. And then Sunday, we're going to do a seminar and explain what you're actually seeing, how much it costs and all that other stuff. So it's a two-day seminar. So I hope to see you guys in Atlantic City. And if you can't make it to that, I know it, it's it's a bummer because we're doing a seminar in Houston and one in Atlanta, but they're not ride-alongs. They're just seminars. So Hopefully, we'll get to see you guys this weekend out in uh, Atlantic City. Yes. Now, um, let's get the podcast started. Now, the name of this podcast is Can You Afford Me? Oh, so you've named it already. Named it already. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I, I actually like it. I co-sign that title. And this actually stems from a friend of ours who had a little situation. Right. And Rashawn and I disagreed. Correct. And we had the conversation with her. Mm-hmm. And then after we got off the phone with her, we continued the conversation. Right. And then we stopped the conversation and we said, you know what? This would be a good topic for a podcast because a lot of people, particularly girls, uh-huh. have experienced this or are going through something like this and trying to figure out if it's the right situation for them. So let's start. How can No. What'd you say? Can you afford can me? Can you afford okay. me? Okay. All right. So we have a friend that does well. She makes a great money, uh, very successful. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm, okay. Now what? Would this be crass to kind of insinuate what very successful is without giving her salary? Mm-hmm. Very successful. That term is different. To different people. Okay. So we need to kind of explain what very successful She got some bread. She got bread. Right. But, you know, some people look at different types of salaries as having some bread. Well, So let's talk about what she can afford for um, herself. Because this is important information okay. pertaining to the topic. She can, I mean, well, what, 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 what can she afford? I, I think once we break it down, they'll understand. Because it's, 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 she she got some bread. She got bread. She's making money. She's successful. But I think once we break it down, you can understand. Because, I, I mean, I'm going to say well, she could buy this or she could buy But once we break it down, you, you can understand. Okay. So you would, just sumi- you would just surmise it by saying that she does well. She does well. Absolutely. Very well. Correct. Okay. All right. So now uh, she was going on a date. Mm-hmm. And. No, it wasn't a date. What was it? That wasn't a date. She was flying out of state. To meet a guy that she's interested in. That's not a date. Okay, well, all right. Well, she's going on a date out of state. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) You just have to make it fit, right? All right. Anyway, she's dating this guy and the guy, you know, flew her into town. Mm -hmm. Right? So now when the guy flies her into town, now let me tell you about my friend. She's used to, she has her own money. So when she flies, she flies a certain way, first class. When she moves around, she moves around a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just who she is. When she goes to when she goes to someplace to eat, she eats a certain way because she's used to eating at these type of restaurants. Meaning, um, if I go out with her, let's say, or we go out with her, she's gonna go to an expensive restaurant because that's what she's used to. That's what she eats. That's what she's been doing all her life. 
Mm-hmm. So when she flies, she flies a certain way because this is what she's been doing all her life. Okay. So now when this uh dude flew her in, mm-hmm. he didn't fly her in the the way that she usually moves around. <laughs> usually she flies. Hold on. Oh my god! Can I need, okay, can I stop you for a second? Why? Can you stop being vague? She moves a certain way. She, she does. She flies a certain way. She does. Like the way you... <laughs> just be direct. We're talking about something very simple. Be she direct. Us- she usually flies business class or first class. Okay, just say that. You try, you're like you're being like facetious. Just, you know, go right, for she it. Does. When she goes to restaurants, she she will order lobster and steak and she orders... She eats a certain way. I'm she like, eats what, with a her left way. hand instead of her right? Like, what are you talking about? I don't know if she's left-handed or right-handed. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, say what you mean. But, but that's what she is. But anyway... <laughs> the guy flew her in and didn't fly her business to first class. Okay, I got to stop you. So we just called her before we cracked these mics to ask her if we could talk about it on the podcast. Right. She's like, what you talk about? I said, "We're it's going to be a topic. We're going to talk about it. She was like, you going to tell them that he, me, he flew me not only coach, but in the middle seat? <laughs> like, right. He, he didn't even get a window. <laughs> right. But he flew her. <laughs> he flew her. <laughs> Middle seat, uh huh. Like row twenty three. Oh wait, did she really say the back of the she plane? Did. Or is she that said, your special she sauce said, that no, you just put on? No, she said back it? of the plane, right? But, but mm-hmm. she's used to flying business class and first class, right? So, so uh, you could imagine her surprise. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she wasn't surprised because I'm, I'm kidding. But oh, go ahead. I'm sure she wasn't surprised, but you know, when she got there, you know, he, he put her in Uber, you know. She's not uh-huh. used to an Uber. She usually car service. She usually takes care of herself. Um, I'm not sure where they were staying, but she's used to staying at four or five star hotels. Mm-hmm. This one was probably a two and a half. Was it at a hotel? Yes. She told you it was a hotel. I don't remember that part of the Yeah, it was a hotel, two and a half. It was in his spot? No, two and a half, right? Did she say it was a two and a half? Yes. I think you're making that up. No, I didn't hear that part of the Two and a half. So anyway, as I was saying, it was two and a half. It wasn't even three. Come on, Rashawn. No, it was two and a half. But anyway, when it came to that and she started telling me, I was like, I don't think this is the guy for you. Wow. And she was and she was like, why? And you was like, wow. That's what you said. Wow. (laughs) I probably did say wow. And this is and this is my thing. Can you afford me? It's not me saying, oh, well, I do this. I do that. I make this much money. You can't afford me, motherfucker. (laughs) It's not that is. I'm used to certain things, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm used to certain things and you can't afford the certain things that I'm used to, it's not going to work. Wow, wow, wow. And I'm not saying that it's not going to work because this is just not going to work. It's going to be too many waves and too many ripples in this relationship before it even begins. Perfect, perfect example, right? Me and my boo go on a trip, right? Your hypothetical boo or My hypothetical or boo. Oh, okay. Right? We're going, I fly first class. You can't afford first class. So you're going to sit in the back of the plane and I'm going to ride first class? That's not going to work. Well, then that's your perfect example? It's the truth. It just sounded like a sucky example. I'm just saying. It's the truth. Like, we're not at the same if... Oh, oh, so if she can't afford... Well, hold on. If you're balling like that, why aren't you paying for her first class flight right next to you? Oh, same thing with her. Like, for her. She's not going to pay for his flight. They, they just started dating. I'm not going to pay for your flight. So what? you're suggesting that our friend would sit in first class and let her boo sit in the back of the plane. No, well, this and that's my perfect Instead example. Instead of sucking it up and saying, 
yeah, this is what I'm used to. But since he can't afford it, I'm just going to rock with him. Right. But that's the thing. It's like, I'm not used to that. Right. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. Wow. And in this relationship, this is always going to be like that. This is going to make me feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Absolutely. Wow. That, you know, that's actually the definition of spoiled. You can call it spoiled, but. That is. That's the definition of spoiled. No, it's not spoiled. because Like spoiled means you've been used to something for so long, something good, something comfortable for so long that it ruins you and it ruins your perspective. No, it doesn't. And you're taken aback at the idea at the notion of having to do anything different. No, not at all. You are spoiled. I'm, I'm explaining to you a perfect example, right? Spoiled is I work hard and I bust my ass to afford what I can afford, right? Mm-hmm. So I bust my ass and I've been working and I finally fly first class of business class. It gives me extra leg room. It allows me to slant my seat back a little bit. And it even gives me some lunch, right? And a really nasty, nasty Caesar salad. Whatever. Uh-huh. But I get a little extra leg room. Right. Right? You can't afford it. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. You sit at row 23. Now, I'm the guy. You're the girl. You're the guy. In this right? hypothetical. Right. So right. now, you sit at 23B, which mm-hmm. is in the middle. You want me to come all the way back there at 23C2? One time is wow. cool. but this, The name of this podcast is actually going to be called Wow. Because <laughs> that's all that I'm thinking when the, you're talking. It's the truth. But I already know this is going to start a problem or a situation. For instance, you're used to Red Lobster, right? And there's nothing wrong with Red Lobster. I love the cheddar biscuits. <laughs> right? Right. But I like eating a certain way. I like what's, certain what's a restaurants. Certain way? Did I like, we say we're going to be direct? I like to go to Del Fresco's. Okay. I like I like to go to Prime. Okay, okay. I like to go to Philippe Chow's. Right, right, right. I like to go to Julon. Right? But that might not be in your price range. Okay. Right? So you can't come with me to P.F. Chang's? That's fine. I can come to you with P.F. Chang's once. Once? But I... Because you like the Mongolian beef. Okay, it's okay. But I like eating at these other restaurants that you can't afford. So... So so let me ask you a question. mm -hmm. When does... Love, chemistry, and connection play into this scenario because you're making this hypothetical relationship seem like it's all about money. Don't you think that love, connection, and chemistry is so much more valuable than sitting first class or not, than being inconvenienced for three hours potentially? No, that that is, yeah, that that's fine. But I'll be honest with you, I don't love you right now. We're just dating. But what, but what if there's potential for love? You're going to throw that away? You're going to throw a lo- throw away the potential for love because of a money situation? Yes. For a comfortability situation? Yes. Yeah, I firmly disagree with that. Now, I understand if we both came up and we both grinded together and we got to a certain spot that that's different. But if we're just dating right now, right? And you say, hey, uh, I, it was great talking to you. Um, I want you to come see me. Uh, I got you a plane ticket, right? Mm-hmm. And when I get to the airport, I get in a plane ticket. I'm sitting 23B. I'm going to feel away. I'm going to feel away because this is, I fly a certain way. And there's no disrespect to you. I fly a certain way. 
And I know this is going to sound crazy on so, the podcast, like mortified. right? I'm mortified. I'm, I'm just you. being honest. I'm just being honest. Oh, I know you're being Ladies, honest. just think about it like this, right? You meet a guy and you're doing well. Ladies, you, you got a hard, you got a good job. You work, you fly Delta, you fly American Airlines, you fly United. And he says, yo, I'm going to fly you out. Spirit. And he puts you on spirit. I knew that's where you were going. Right? Uh-huh. Right? And he puts you on spirit and you're like, Okay, but, you know, maybe we're going to fall in love, right? So then you go to Spirit. And, and and if you never flew Spirit out there or Frontier, there are no seats. So when you look at your you ticket. You sit on the floor of the plane. I'm going to tell you, there are no assigned <laughs> seats, right? So you, when you look in the ticket, you're like, oh, I don't even know where it is. But this this guy that I like is flying me out. So when you get to the front of, of Frontier or Spirit, and you're like, hey, hi, hey, um, I'm booked on this flight, but I don't have a seat. And they'd be like, uh, stand behind Category B. And you'd be like, yeah, but where's my seat? And they'd be like, first come, first serve. And you look at category B and you're the 30th person on category B. You're going to think to myself, I usually don't fly like this. I usually fly American, United, Delta. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fly Frontier. So he can only afford Frontier, which is fine. But you might be like, I don't want to do this. I work too hard. <laughs> I work three jobs to for my convenience. Right. But what if he's that guy that... When he sees you, he makes you feel loved. He makes you feel beautiful. He makes you feel wanted. He rubs your feet after a long day. He laughs at the same jokes that you laugh at. He likes the same shows that you like. He likes to bring you out with his friends and enjoy a good time. What if he's that special person that you connect with and that you feel chemistry? What if the sex is great and you haven't really experienced that type of intimacy with somebody else what if everything else or you know the things that are important to you all fall in line you're gonna throw that away because he flew you frontier or he will continue to fly you frontier because maybe he works for the city and you know his salary is seventy thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars after taxes that might be sixty thousand dollars and he has to pay for his rent and he has to pay for his car and he has to pay for his cell phone and his bills and he might have a child and he has some of that has to go to child support or whatever. He has a regular life, but he's an amazing person. You're going to discount him, cut his value and not even give him a chance because he doesn't do things a certain way. Like, like you put things on a scale, like people have to stop and think about what really matters. Yeah. And that sounds great. But and, and, hold on. and we're married. Right. So we live the same lifestyle. Right. So if you asked me if we broke up, for instance, if I met somebody that lived a different way, uh -huh. would I be able to give him a chance? The answer would be yes. Okay. Because and, and, I, and I respect that. And that's you, but it would never work. Hold on. <laughs> it wouldn't work if it were you? No, it wouldn't work for you if, if it's you. What do you mean it wouldn't work if it was Because me? it sounds good. I know, I know everybody out there is like, yeah, you're right, yeah. Fuck Envy. He's all about his money. <laughs> He's all about this. I hate him. Yes, but let's be honest. Like, let's like, be honest. Let's, let's be, be honest. honest. And you know me. All right, let's be honest. You know right? me for real, for real. Let's be honest. You hold look, on, hold on. Let's just be clear. You know me for real, for real, right? Correct, right. And it sounds good, right? It sounds great. And I know where your heart's at. Oh, let me, but I, I, I really want to But I know where the truth is at, all right? For Where's instance, I'm going to tell you, for instance, uh -huh. you remember when J-Lo was dating the dancer? Uh, yes. All right? I knew it was never going to work, right? Not she has enough money for him, his mama, his papa. That's fine. That's, everybody that grew right. up on his block but when you, he was a kid. You're right, but you know why it's never going to work? Why? 
because he can't meet her at a level where she's at or even close to that level. So it's cool at first to have a little, no disrespect to J-Lo. You're going to call him a toy? It's no disrespect, but it's cool when he's the little boy toy and they go mm. out and he's the arm candy and they go and they dance and this, that, and the other. And it's cool when you're watching the kids. It's cool. It's fine. Wait, you just called him a babysitter? You did, not me. But that's cool. <laughs> wow. That's cool. But But we can never connect because... We're not on the same level. You can't take care of me like I take care of you. No. That's why. Let me finish. No, no, I can't let you finish. Hold on, because. That's why they weren't. I, I would love to let you finish, but I just have to stop you right there. Just for a second. Momentarily. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I need to in this moment. You just said you can't take care of me. There are different ways to take care of a person. He may not be able to take care of her the way that she does things in her certain way financially, but he can take care of her. And I, he, it could be him. It could be any random person that you insert into this situation. But he can take care of her possibly on so many other different levels. You're like, you can't meet me at my level. The only level that you're recognizing is a financial level. There are so many other levels. That sounds good, babe. And I have something else to say, but I'm going to let you finish. That sound, that, it sounds great. Go but ahead. You were talking about me. You said you started off with J-Lo. Go right, ahead. Hold on. It's easy when we start at the same level and we rise. Same thing with Mariah Carey. And she had her dancer. You know how I knew it wasn't going to work? Because he can't, he's like, it's cute to be a boy toy and be on your arm. That's fine. But when it comes to being who I want to be and how I'm supposed to be, you can't take care of that. You can't do that. Who this, I want to be and how I'm supposed to be, you can't take the care same, of that. What does that mean? The same, all right, for instance, right? <clears throat> Let's say you're out there and you meet a nice guy, right? Handsome, Are we back to me? Yeah, you. Okay. Handsome handsome young man. Um, <laughs> You meet him at a, a restaurant, let's say. Let's say he's at a restaurant with some friends. You meet him, this, that, and the other. And then you ask him what he does. And he says, I sell incense, right? Incense. Mm-hmm. Incense. As you know, in the stuff that you The stuff that smells sniff? good. Yeah. Okay. Right? I, I work on Canal Street, 34th Street. I sell incense. On right? the street or in the store? A store. Or, it doesn't matter. I mean, let's say on the street. Let's say on the street. So he's an incense peddler. Correct. If that's what you want to call him. A little strange. Him. But you guys can. Of all things to come up with, that's what you came up with? That's Someone that's... that sells incense on the street. I'm just putting this in perspective. Go ahead. I passed gas and I was like, I need an incense right now. That's what made me think awesome. of it. Awesome. But anyway. So, but you guys connect in the restaurant. He's funny. He's intelligent. He's smart. He's witty. You know, he's handsome. And then, you know, he's like, hey, let's go out. And he'd be like, okay, yeah, I, w- I would love to go out. Where, where, where you want to go? And he's like, um, let's go to, go to, let's go. Are you like Caribbean food? And you're like, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I just went in the grill. And he's like, yeah, why don't we do golden crust? Mm-hmm. What do you what do you do? Wait to go out is that going out? You out heard to me, eat? motherfucker. I said golden no, no, crust. That, hold on. I don't mind golden crust if I need to stop and get a quick bite. No, he's and like, I'm no, hungry. They have tables. Let's like let's go to Golden Crust. I can afford Golden Crust. I know you like Caribbean food. You you said he was funny. He's handsome. Yeah. So you gonna go to the Golden Crust with him on the first date? That doesn't really sound like it's a first date. That sounds like, hey, let's go grab a bite to eat. No, that's golden crust. I'm that's okay his, with going and grabbing a bite to that's eat. That's his first date. Let's doesn't go to sound Golden like Cross. a date. That's not a date. The way you set it up doesn't sound like a date. You set it up like, let's go grab a bite to eat. That's a date. No, let's go grab a bite to eat. It's not a date. That's like, let's go grab a bite to eat. All right, well, let's Like, go- we're out. Like, Golden Crust is the type of place that, you know, you're driving. You're like, oh, there's a Golden Crust. Let me stop and get a beef patty. 
he says, let's go on a date. Let's go to Golden Crust. Well, I can't pick you up, but meet me there. <laughs> just all the sauce, right? You just gonna keep putting layers I'm of just, sauce. I'm on just it. asking. So, Meet how do you there. feel? How do you feel? Um, I would feel uncomfortable. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. Like we're gonna be honest about this. That's on the. But, Hold on. But these I are the would levels feel I'm talking uncomfortable. About. But if he had all of the qualities that you're talking about to boot, I would meet him at Golden Crust and see what he's about. See if I enjoyed his company. Because here's the thing. Oh boy, here we go. Why is it about here we go? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna hear this guy. Ladies, we're all out here in these streets doing different things. Either you're going to work, you're going to the club, you're going to the bar, you're going to the supermarket, you're going to church, you're in different social circles, you're out there mingling and meeting people. Most of us are out there meeting people on a regular basis. A lot of, sometimes I'm not with you. I don't want to say a lot of times, but sometimes I'm not with you. Correct. Um, earlier... When, you know, I spent more time with friends and we didn't have as big of a family. I spent more time without you. Mm-hmm. You get approached by guys every day. Okay. And you come to realize that guys with money are a dime a, do- a dime a dozen. Just like beautiful girls nowadays are a dime a dozen. Correct. They come, they go. You see them constantly. I find that it's not hard to find a guy with quote unquote money. A guy that you actually like, they are so few and far between. Someone that you're excited about, someone that you genuinely want to spend your time with, someone that you look forward to seeing, someone that after you spend some time with them, it's hard to imagine not spending your time with them. Those are the people that are few and far between. Am I going to put value on someone with money? Or someone that I actually enjoy their time. I'm going to put the value on someone that I actually enjoy their time. I might be coming from a different place in my life from where I am right now to going to Golden Crest for a first date. Would I feel uncomfortable? Yeah. I'd be like, this is a first date. You're not even trying to impress me. But if he's selling incense, maybe a meal that's $13.99 is a lot to him. Correct. So I would have to respect that. He's out there working hard. It's not like, I mean, I'm not going to date a bum. I'm not going to date someone that's not ambitious, that's not trying to do something with his life. Maybe he's selling incense. And I mean, that obviously can't be his whole story. You know, maybe he's doing that because, you know, he has a dream that he's working on or something that, you know, he's doing that he's that's utilizing the mo- the majority of his time. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. He might be doing that just to get by. Like, I don't know. It depends on his story. It depends on his situation. But I do want to date someone that is ambitious, that wants more for himself, that wants to be successful, that's out there striving, that has goals, that has dreams, that wants something. I don't want to date someone that is just settling in life. So I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, you know, someone that's out here just bumming it's going to have the same chance with me as someone that, is ambitious. That's not what I'm saying. But if you meet a regular guy who's living a regular life and he wants something more for himself and he's working on that, for me, that's enough. That's to you, not to me. And, and wow. I'm, I'm be honest with you. Like, I look at it like this, ladies and fellas, like ladies, if you're out there and you're used to a certain thing, a certain, uh, you, you like to go to a certain restaurant, you like to buy a certain wine or a certain food and then somebody comes and says hey let's go on a date 
and takes me to less than what I'm used to or less than what I want, that's always going to be in my mind because I'm going to want better. And if you can't afford better or you can't take me to better (laughs) or you can't be better in my life, that's going to be in my mind all the time. And although I know it's all about the love, it's not about that, that's bullshit because you're going to be thinking about that all the time. And just like our friend, I told her, you are used to certain shit and you will complain, motherfucker. You will complain (laughs) all the damn time. So every time you go out and he doesn't give you what you want or what you feel that you, you should think have. That she's going to be resentful. She is going to be resentful and it's not going to work. It's going to be in her mind. Some people are like that. Some people are not. I would be like that. Well, I, we, I think we all and the re- know that. But, but the reason I'm like that is because I work 30 jobs. Like I, but I right, perfect example, another example, right? This is going to put a lot of uh, my business out there, but I don't care. <laughs> when I first signed my deal with iHeart, right? Mm-hmm. The first year I did my deal with iHeart and we had to travel a lot. And every time we traveled, they would have us in 23B in the back of the plane. Mm-hmm. And I would be livid. This is how many years ago? I don't know. A bunch of years ago. Mm-hmm. But I would be livid. And the reason I would be livid was not because <laughs> I wasn't grateful. It's because I was a DJ and traveling the world. And when I traveled the world... I traveled a certain way. I made (laughs) promoters fly me first class or business class. Mm -hmm. Every time I flew, that's the way that I traveled. Right. So now when I work for this company, I felt crazy flying in the back of the plane. Not because I'm too good to fly in the back of the plane, but because I fly a certain way. I'm six foot. My legs, I have bad knees. I used to be a catcher playing baseball as a kid. So my knees are fucked up. So I like to fly a certain way. So I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. So now when they fly me in 23B, I'm like, no. This is less than what I, I would this do for myself. I, this is less than what I would do for myself. Mm-hmm. So what did I have to do? I started buying my own tickets mm-hmm. and saying, fuck their tickets. And it wasn't me being bougie. It was, this is the way I fly. Okay. I work 30 jobs. I never sleep. So like people always say, yo, Envy, do you, do you read? And I say, no. And they say, well, why? I said, well, the only time I would have to read is when I'm on a plane. And when I'm on a plane, what am I usually doing? Sleeping. I'm sleeping because I never sleep. So that's my way of catching up on sleep. Right. It is what it is. That's me, you know. But when it comes to those things, that's the way that I fly. That's the way that I move. Mm -hmm. So if you can't give me what I'm used to, I'll do it on my own. And with this person, if I'm dating you and you can't and you fly me in town, you know, because you want to date me or because you want to smash and you right. got my and you got right. my and you got my knees on my forehead. I'm not gonna give you no pussy because okay, my knees. All right, wow. My mm-hmm. knees are on my forehead, right. and I can't even stretch my legs to give you no pussy. Awesome, that's great. I love the way you put things. I'm being honest. Now people will be like, "Oh no, that ain't about it's that, it's about love. It's about cherished moment. It's about <laughs> respect. Fuck that. I'm just telling you how. So I feel. okay, so let me just make sure I understand what you're saying. So if he Flew her first class, you would co-sign her giving him the bleep. No, I didn't say that. I mean, you kind of did say that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I, you said that, actually. I would be more. Yeah, you said that. Did I, you say maybe, that? Maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said maybe, that. Maybe, but if, if, like, I would be more comfortable and more. I'd be more comfortable, you know, getting acclimated to the idea of giving you the bleep if you flew me where I had a little bit more leg space. Maybe. You're a bird. I am. <laughs> 
No, I am. What in the world? Oh my, like you are, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. Like, that's like. All right, well, let's, 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 let's. That's like paying to play. Like, no, that's it's not, crazy. it's not paying to play. All right, all right. That's instance, paying to play. All right, for instance. Rashawn, right. look at me in the eyes. That is paying to play. All right, all right, well, let's, let's talk about this, all right? I feel bad, right? And this is, this is going to sound, I'm going to sound this crazy. This is like this the podcast. fifth, this is going to sound horrible. People are going to hate me on this <laughs> So podcast. far, it's been care. like, what, this 20 my, minutes? This is my, this is my truth. This <laughs> is my truth. <laughs> what? I'm a f- you gave somebody the bleep? All right, well, no, no, listen. I'm going to feel bad for anybody, any boy that takes my daughter out on a date. Okay. I'm going to explain to you why. I didn't have seafood until I was 20 years old. That is, Let me be- finish. no, that is because your father is allergic to shellfish. Right. But also and his throat will close up. Right. But also I didn't go to expensive restaurants as a kid. The most expensive restaurant I went to was Sizzler. <laughs> it's the truth. Red and Lobster. Tony Romas and Red Lobster. Those were expensive. Those were expensive, expensive, expensive restaurants for my parents. Three we went- expensives? Yes. Okay. Those were like, we went on holidays when my mama got a bonus or my dad got a bonus. That's where we went birthdays that's where we went mm-hmm. it is what it is that's what what that's what they could afford right, right? okay cool <clears throat> i didn't have crab and lobster till i was 20 one because my dad is was allergic, allergic to, to seafood so- yeah. but also because that shit was expensive it was expensive okay absolutely so with that being said madison because of who we are and and the fact that we go to expensive restaurants and we work hard she's Exposed to shit that I was never exposed to. Madison actually goes to restaurants now and orders shit that I don't, I can't even pronounce. <laughs> okay. Some of the times I just tell her to order for me because mm. I don't know what the what's in that fucking roll. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't know. What, like sometimes I be eating shit. I'm like, what's this? Is this paper? Avocado? I have no fucking idea. But anyway, you're talking about soy paper. Whatever. Because that just sounded weird. Talking about was this paper? Avocado? You knew what I meant. Soy paper. It's you, what you you wrap. Um, you knew what I meant. Sushi in instead of seaweed. Exactly. But I didn't anyway, want you to sound crazy. I yeah. sound crazy anyway. People will say crazy. I sound crazy in this podcast. So go ahead. Anyway. But anyway, so when it comes to her, if somebody who dates her, when she go when when they go on a date with Madison, right? Madison's used to eating whatever the fuck she wants, right? Right or wrong. Yes. Right or wrong? Uh, yes. So now if she goes... But she, she just kind of follows suit because we kind of always over-order. So it's it's what she's um, been accustomed to. Like, And I say over-ordering. Like if we want two or three appetizers, that's what we're going to order. Or... I screamed on Madison the other day. Why? Because we went to Was Vegas. You okay. weren't there. We went to Vegas and Madison had her own room, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not by herself, but her and uh, Mercedes was was in one room. Mm-hmm. When I got the bill, I was like, "Motherfucker!" Oh, you didn't tell me. Yes, because Madison orders like she like she was with us. Mm-hmm. Orders like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. not knowing that when you order in a hotel, it's extra expensive. Okay, and they charge you extra rate. I'm like, why the fuck did you order steak and lobster? Like this is a hotel, motherfucker. But when she's with us. <laughs> That's the way we order. Okay. So now I could imagine Madison going on a date, right? Mm-hmm. And a young man might work hard or, you know, might have a job. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know we had that conversation the other day. Madison ordered some wild shit. Yeah. And he's going to look at her crazy like, huh? I had that conversation with her the other day. I literally said to her, you know, 
when you get, when you get a boyfriend, you have to be considerate of what he can afford. And he may not have ribeye and lobster money. He might have chicken money and one appetizer or no appetizer money. So you just have to be conscious that because this is what your normal is, it may not be someone else's normal and you have to be mindful of that. And she said, oh, she said, you know, I haven't really thought about that. But yeah, that makes perfect sense. So now my daughter going to be starving. She's not going to be starving, but if she wants to order, and this is, I mean, this is what we do anyway. A lot of times when we go out to eat with people, we treat because we don't want to be limited regarding what we order. Correct. I don't want to have to think about someone else's pockets when I want to eat what I want to eat. And that's my perfect example. No, no, no. Hold on. No, that's the truth. Right. That's the truth. Right. Because I'm in a position where I can do that. But if I'm dating somebody, I'm not going to emasculate the man and make him feel as though he can't afford me by ordering what I want and then taking the bill. I'm not going to do that. So what are you now? Do? Hold on. Now that's in you the beginning. Starve? No, now no. So chicken isn't starving. Okay, but if later on, you know, once we get to know each other and we're closer, I may just want to pay for dinner. And that's my point. That's my point. My point is. Madison's going to want a certain food, the food that she's used to getting, what she's used to ordering, what she's used to eating. Now she's dating somebody that can't afford it, right? Mm-hmm. So she's going to feel away. So she's not going to order what she wants to eat. Right. She's you gonna- take a couple of L's in life for Sean. God forbid the kid eat chicken. Like, are you kidding me? No. God forbid the kid eat chicken. And that's my point. Later on, you know what? If you, and, and here's the thing. Later on, when... You get past that stage and you're comfortable with each other. If you got it like that, pay for both of us. That's it. Okay. If you got it like that, pay for both of us. And that's my point exactly, right? What's so, your point exactly? So the first time you got, I just eat chicken and and no uh, sides because he can't afford it. And I'm just eating just a big slop of chicken. No, it, chicken have, always comes with a side. I can't You've have no, never seen a chicken breast on a plate without a side. I can't have no french fries and no macaroni and cheese, and that's fine, and that's cool, but what's going to happen? I'm going to start feeling away going out. I'm not going to want to go out with you because I want more than chicken. I want a french then fry. Then pay for it. You have I want a macaroni, like that, but so then I, the I can't pay for it because if I pay for it, I'm going to emasculate the, the man. Maybe not in the very beginning. Stop the work. But listen, you're dealing with human beings, so you have to look at the situation you have to weigh out your options and then you got to choose appropriately. There's a time and place for everything. Yeah, in the very beginning, I'm not going to emasculate you. I'm not going to humiliate you. I'm going to eat the chicken with the freaking mashed potatoes with the green beans sticking out of it and I'm going to be freaking happy. Okay. I'm going to be happy. Okay. Maybe date two, date three, do the same thing. Date four, I'll set it up my treat. You know, you know, and, then, and, and I'm going to order for you. So you don't have to worry about my pockets or how it's going to make you feel to order. I'm going to order for you. Okay. And I might order you a couple options because if you didn't like what I ordered for you, then you have something else. My treat. And then you move forward with a balance. Okay. Then you move forward with a balance. To me, listen, everybody, I believe, enjoys a nice lifestyle. Eating well, living well, traveling well, you know, living in a nice place, wearing nice things, being able to entertain yourself a certain way, as you would put it. But as 
as much as I think we all enjoy those things whenever we have the opportunity to enjoy them, mm-hmm. I think that it's a lot more satisfying and it's a lot more enjoyable to be with someone whose company you enjoy and who puts you first and who genuinely loves you. Not the person that's making a lot of money and because they make a lot of money, they feel like they have the pick of the litter and they might be sleeping with a lot of different women and spreading themselves thin not having that much to give to you, maybe not having that much time, not having that much attention to give you, not having that much love to give you. And I mean, let's be real. You always talk about being real, but a lot of times, and I'm, I hate to stereotype, stereotype guys uh-huh. in this role, but a lot of times guys with money feel a certain kind of way about themselves, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of times those are the guys that, are treating women less than how they should be treated because they have options. Okay. And a lot of times those might not be the type of guys that you're going to fall in love with. You might tend to fall in love with a more modest guy quicker than someone that, you know, has their chest all puffed out because they're so successful. And that's the truth. So what would you prefer? Would you prefer the modest guy that's going to treat you like a queen or... A guy that's successful and does better that's going to treat you like the pauper. I want the person in the middle. The middle of those two people right there. And who's that person? I don't know. You just made up two people. I, I want the middle guy in the middle. You, you said want, you hey. want the guy in the middle. Well, you say, really? Well, you know do do you want the guy in the middle? You know what I mean. I need to reevaluate my situation. But I want the person in the middle. That's going to treat you not great, but not horrible. <laughs> that's going to kind of treat you so-so. So they have so-so money and they kind of treat you so-so. Yeah, I'll take And don't get person. me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, men with money are the devil. Obviously, I'm not okay. saying that. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, you, you take someone who's, you know, in the entertainment business or an attorney or a doctor or, you know, an athlete or something like that. And um, a lot of times they're the players out there. You know what I mean? Because they can. Not only because of the money, but because women look at them a certain way and make them feel that way. Women kind of boost up their ego and that's kind of what you're left with. You know, there's a lot of things that go into that situation. It's not really just the money, but, you know, the money is a big factor in it. So, you know, I mean, we both know females that deal with guys like that and we both know guys like that. So... You know, I'm speaking from things okay. that I've actually observed. So, I mean, all I'm saying is I would go to Golden Golden Crust. I'd eat my beef patty with cocoa bread. Okay. And then I'll try to, you know. Cocoa bread? Yeah. No, nah, no cocoa bread, just beef patty. Why? Can't afford it. <laughs> 50 cents. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> but whichever way, um, the bottom line is you're a bird and I'm righteous. <laughs> and I don't know how we're together. All right. Well. Well, all right. Well, let's move on. I, you, I just want to tell you, you know what I'm getting you for uh, Christmas, right? What do you, like, what, where are you going with this? Stupid right. joke. I'm what, getting what? you incense and cocoa bread with uh, beef patty. You got an email? Yes, we could go to the email. Hold on. Oh, I would boy. love to see you as a female for a week. Why? That would be, that'd be something else. Like, if you were a female, Wow. Well, I'm not going to go there. I'll be a little birdish. So what? Here we go. 
Hey, Gia and Envy, I love the podcast and I'm motherfucking tired of y'all not putting out a new one out every week like y'all supposed to. <laughs> Laugh out loud, joke it. I know you're a hard worker, Envy, and Gia has a whole house to run. Anyway, I'm going to jump right into it because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this family issue I'm having. I have four siblings and we all range from ages 25 to 34. I'm the youngest. We all have kids outside uh, ourselves that we raise like siblings because we are all so close with one another, a tight-knit family, as people say. One of my sisters, the second oldest, has always had a temper on her, to say the least, and is the first one to always pop off at the mouth and or to get physical with other friends of hers in the past. And any time that myself or anyone else in our family gets into a disagreement with her to where she begins to talk reckless, we all choose to step away. We all choose to step away before things get ugly because we don't want things to escalate, especially knowing how she is. One day I felt as if her and her husband went too far and disrespected me verbally in my home at Thanksgiving dinner. I held out, I held for our entire family. From that moment on, I decided not to make excuses for her anymore and to hold her accountable for her ugly traits and pull myself away from the friendship that her and I held because I'm not going to continue to allow someone to disrespect me so bluntly not even if she's my sister. Well, that caused a huge divide in our family to where our kids, parents, and even us siblings went months months without talking. Around Easter, our sister-in-law, which is also our best friend, decided to say something to the sister that had disrespected me, and it didn't go well. They exchanged words, a.k.a. talk shit to one another, and things got escalated, and sure enough, my sister with a bad temper ran up on our sister-in-law and beat the shit out of her for talking shit on Easter. Mm. Of course, that caused an even bigger divide in our family that is truly affecting all of us. I've gone into depression, I cry multiple times a week, traumatized, we go months without seeing my nieces, nephews, mom, etc. I know it's affecting my sister, the one that got physical, because now, so many months later, she has reached out to us, her siblings, so we could move forward for our kids and parents, but she doesn't seem to be remorseful for what she did to our sister-in-law, which was her and my best friend outside of being uh, just an in-law. She now claims that our sister-in-law is just an obstacle in the way of our family moving forward, which is very insulting to me because all five of us siblings have been with our partners for six plus years. So she's not a newbie or a random girl. And she was our best friend. I honestly don't even feel safe around my sister anymore because if she could do that to her, she could do that to me or anyone else, especially because of the way she's been going around things, saying stuff like, well, if she would have been talking shit, she wouldn't have got hit. She's 30 who even talks like that anymore. I don't even know how to move on, but if I do, I'm always going to have to watch what I say around her. I can't have a relationship like that. My heart is heavy. I love my family, and I know this is weighing heavy on everyone. Please let me know what you think right now. I'm just putting faith in God, trying to understand what he's trying to teach me out of this situation. Sorry, this was a long email, Envy, but I know the details is what helps. And sorry for the curse words. Gia, laugh out loud. I just had to hey. express myself. Haha. <laughs> love y'all. XOXO. P.S. I believe my sister also listens to your podcast. Um, What's her name? Um, uh, I don't know her name. Let me see if I can get her name. Rosa. Rosa. Hi, Rosa. Well, I definitely sympathize with you. Can I start? I'm hmm? just going to do that. I just, I just want to ask. How are you going to ask? Because I got it on my mind. I just, I just read that whole long email. I should be able to start. All right, go ahead. 
First thing you need to do, Rosa, taekwondo, boxing, or karate. <laughs> Learn self-defense. <laughs> Keep a baseball bat near the door. <laughs> and next time your sister acts up, you knock that bitch the fuck out. Or have an exit strategy. Or have an exit strategy. <laughs> I mean, that is a problem, Rosa. I, I would say this. Yeah, your sister is very violent. She has problems. She she needs help. Um, maybe it's uh seeing somebody in between y'all like a therapist that can actually get in between y'all so if it does get nasty or if it starts to get violence they can mediate it they can mediate that problem um also um i would tell you you might not be built like that and yeah your sister might be 30 but she might need to get fucked up awesome. like don't think people don't need to get fucked up and it seems you just like priceless advice no i'm serious like some people talk shit because they never got punched in the face and she is the bully. She's been punching people in the face and talking reckless to people. And the fact that she's 30 talking about if, what was say, if you... If she wasn't talking... Bleep. If you wasn't talking shit, you won't get hit. Like, ma, you're 30 years old and you have kids. Come on now. Like, like, come on. <laughs> and I'm just saying this. If you want, if you step to me, I run fast. I just want to tell you that. But anyway, like, you really need to have a conversation with her and tell her how you feel. Like... Tell her that, you know, you are violent and I don't like that. I don't want that around me. I don't want that around my kids. I don't want that around my family. Like nobody wants to fuck with you. And if you want to put it into the world where mom dies and you don't get to see mom because you're violent or my kids get older and you don't get to see them because you're violent, then that's going to be a problem. But you don't back away from her or you don't be scared of her for nobody. No, you stay in your ground and you do what you're supposed to do. You keep your family <laughs> together. And if she still wants to get violent or still wants to get all crazy, you know, uh, I have to think about what I'm going to say before I say it. Okay. And I may not be the best person to give advice mm -hmm. or to give my point of view in this situation. And you would probably know that. Okay. Because two things weigh on me as I listen to that email being read. Mm -hmm. And the first one is my biggest pet peeve in life uh -huh. is someone talking to me crazy. My biggest pet peeve. Yes, I know that. That is something that if it happens, mm -hmm. when it happens, I literally feel myself getting warmer by the second. Right. Physically. Mm -hmm. I feel that. And in my mind, I'm trying to de-escalate my reaction. Right. And I'm a calm and controlled person. That's just my nature. But when someone is disrespecting me to my face and they feel as though it's okay. Uh-huh. And that, oh, this is going to sound so not me, but that I'm such a lame-o that mm -hmm. I'm going to sit there and allow it. I feel as though I'm being played and... I'm being taken for a ride. And right. that is something that literally, if anything in life can mm -hmm. get me out of character. It's that. It's that. Right. It's that. I feel like I'm that cartoon character that we've all seen where they become like a human thermometer mm -hmm. and the red just starts rising all the way till it gets to the top. And then sometimes you see the cartoon character's head explode. Right. That's like me. When it does happen on... The rare occasion that it does, um, I try to handle myself in a way that I can be proud of once I walk away. But someone talking to me, talking to me crazy, especially someone that I care about 
or someone that I have respect for or that I expect more for, from or that I should expect more from, um, it's enough to make me cut them off right, and not deal with them. Um, and the second part that I said that weighs on me is I'm good for cutting somebody off. Right. I can cut somebody off. And this isn't something that I'm necessarily proud of. No, it's not something that I'm proud of. But if someone intentionally shows me malice Mm -hmm. or disrespects me, then I can rationalize having no problem excommunicating them. Right. And cutting them out of my life and not having anything to do with them from that point forward. And I am okay with that. Right. Because in my private moments, I can stop and think about the fact that they did something malicious intentionally to me. Right. You know, when you love somebody, you don't curse them out. When you love somebody, you don't put your hands on them. Correct. And when you love somebody, when you realize that you've done something wrong, you apologize and you show remorse. And if the person that's the recipient of that, which would potentially be you in this situation, if you're a God-fearing person, then you would forgive wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. and move on if that apology and remorse is genuine. And in a perfect world, that's how it would go. Right. But- when you said that, you know, she apologized and she just wants to move on, but she showed no remorse, that shows that that apology was a selfish apology. It's probably because she misses her family. She misses the togetherness. She misses probably the little ones, your parents. And, you know, you did describe how everything had become segregated um, at a certain point. So she probably misses all that. So she's probably like, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Let's right. move on. And you could sense that there was no remorse. Is she deserving of forgiveness at that point? No. The truth is no. The truth is no. When you apologize, it has to come from a genuine and honest place where you really take accountability for what you did and you're sorry that you hurt someone else. Right. And that's not where that's coming from. Furthermore, she wants to get rid of what she calls the obstacle, the person that she, in a worse way, than you offended. Right. So she basically wants to get away scotch-free and doesn't want that reminder of her bad behavior around. So let me just get rid of the hurdle, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's always going to come up or it's always going to be a thing unless I make nice, nice with her. And it's not even really in me to make nice, nice with my siblings because I'm not apologizing from a place of remorse. How am I going to make nice, nice with an in-law and really mean it that I put my hands on? So she's dealing with her own personal issues. She's your, she's your sister. Is she worth having a conversation with? That's up to you, I would think. Sure. During which conversation you would have to express to her how you feel, which she probably already knows, but she's probably one of those people that just doesn't get it. Right. Have you ever had somebody in your life where no matter how many times 
you explain something to, no matter how many different ways you've broken it down to them. I mean, you could take it to an elementary level and spell everything out, draw conclusions, give examples, like really exhaust yourself to get them to understand something and they just refuse to get it, even when they say that they've gotten it, even when they've apologized, even when they've done things to kind of make it seem like they've gotten it. You think that they do until the next time, right? until it happens again. You'd be like, yo, you're just, you're just not capable of getting it until they get it. Right. Some people just have to get it on their own. And it almost seems as though your sister might fit in that category. She offended you. She offended your sister-in-law, your parents. Like everybody's taking notice to it. And she's on the outside looking in. And she still doesn't really get it. Like she doesn't get like, wow, I actually did something wrong. I actually offended somebody. I actually disrespected somebody. I actually hurt somebody. Like, wow, I'm in the wrong. Right. Seems like she's just like a right fighter that doesn't want to suffer anymore. So she's going to do the bare minimum. But the bare minimum is not enough. You have to do more than the bare minimum. You have to do the most. Right. In order to get back in everybody's favor. And in my opinion, if she does that, Mm -hmm. she's worthy of forgiveness. And to be put right back into her position in the family where everybody loves and laughs and lives. But until she does that of her own volition without being forced, I don't think that she needs to be accepted back into the normal goings on that once was in your family. I don't think that she deserves it. Like people, I don't know. I don't feel as though, how do I put this? That the relationships that you're blessed to have are Mm -hmm. just a given. I think that we all have to earn the relationships that we're in. I think that we all have to do the work to deserve the people that are around us, our husbands, our wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, our parents, our children, our friends. You have to do the work. You have to be present. You don't just get that and fall back and fail them and not show up and expect the same love and appreciation. No, it doesn't work that way. Right. So- I mean, Rashawn suggested something, therapy. Um, I think that that could be a good idea. You didn't like, even, the, you like karate, a box, and a table? No, I, I didn't like that. Okay, I didn't like ahead. the bat at the door. I didn't I didn't really like any of that. Exit strategy, maybe. Because mm-hmm. you might need to get the hell out if she gets right. a little rah-rah. But, you know, um, the idea of therapy, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it is your suggestion, if she's receptive to it, that means that she's open to possibly being a better her. Right. So something like that, maybe a family sit down, but I wouldn't exhaust myself trying to get her life right so that she fits back in with us. And this is also just me. I know that a lot of people aren't built that way. Right. But if I have a friend, I don't, you know, if I have a friend that does me dirty intentionally and knows that they're doing wrong by me, yeah, um, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more. Like, it's over. It's over. Right. And I would be the same way with the sibling. But that's just me. And okay. I know that most people are a lot more sensitive and um, hurt a lot more. Like, she said that, you know, she's cried over it. I don't know if she said that she's been up nights or however. Depressed, yeah. She's been depressed and whatnot. I honestly, uh, this sounds terrible, but I, I can't relate to that. 
as much. I think I would probably probably be more preoccupied right. with the idea that I fear for my safety when I'm around you. Mm-hmm. Like you cursed me out. You called me out my name. You pointed out my flaws. You tried to embarrass me. I don't like being around you. I have to think about what I say before I say it because you're like a friggin' minefield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not going to be depressed over, you know, the loss of you in my life. And I'm not going to stay up night or cry in my private time because you're not around. Um, Maybe it's a blessing at this point in our lives until you're able to do better. So I would pray on it. I would maybe suggest a family meeting. Um, But with the precursor of like maybe you sitting her down or someone else that she trusts in the family to sit her down and tell her what's expected of her behavior. Right. But where everybody resolves to being calm and collected and considerate of the conversation that is going to be had. Everybody has to be open and really listen to each other. Mm-hmm. And once that communication flows, you know, if she can kind of temper her hotheadedness, then mm-hmm. it might go well. That doesn't work well, maybe therapy. I'm not saying don't try. But I wouldn't lose sleep over it. I gotcha. All right. Well, I agree. And I would just throw in a karate and some boxing just in case you might have to fuck her up. Just a just in case. Just in case. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. goodness. But definitely uh, let us know. Keep us uh, keep us in tune. Let us know. We would love to know what happened. Uh-huh. All right. Well, it's time to get up out of here, baby. No second email? No. How long have we been on? An hour. One whole hour? Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> you got to sleep. I got to sleep. <laughs> okay. All, all right. right. Well, guys, we appreciate you joining us and we will see you guys next week. And do me a favor. When we post the podcast, can you leave your comments about the can you afford me mm-hmm. scenario? I'd like to know what guys and girls both think about that. Absolutely. All right. No hate. Even, no hate uh, comments on me. all right well we'll see you guys next week i'm dj envy and i am gia casey and that was another edition of the casey crew toodles 